Hey guys, welcome back to me watch the movie. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. Immortality! Shake it! It's yours! We have a tier on Patreon called Immortality is Yours. Take it, in which you can request a movie for us to review or do a commentary for, and uh, we'll do that shit for you. Marcus Loriano has picked a movie called No One Lives for You Guys. Thank you, Marcus. You're a badass fucking dude. Awesome choice, man, because it's a movie I've never seen and always been just a little bit curious about. You should have run while you had the chance. Dude, this movie is so fucking weird. This movie is what everyone was afraid of what was going to happen when WWE Studios started making movies. Because there's a lot of it that's just fucking bad. Well, it's a, it's, a weird, it's a weird hodgepodge of different things. I mean, you have some really good acting performances, and you have some really shitty acting performances. I mean, I, and you have, like, it's a weird plot, because you've got, like, a, a really, really bad guy versus some really bad guys. So it's not like... With the new iPhone SE for less than 100 bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming... Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details. It's kind of like the Republican-Democrat convention. It's no like, who fucking wins? No one. So what if the guy threw a shoe at me? Uh, but it's still, uh, Luke Evans is, I think, one of uh, one of the better actors that's underrated. I think he's a great actor, honestly. And uh, having him play a role like this, I gotta say, I was fucking down for it. Basically, Luke Evans plays a serial killer, but you don't find this out until later on. They set it up in such a way that it kind of comes off like uh, him playing Kurt Russell in Breakdown. He just seems like a dude that's kind of moving, you know, moving his life away, going somewhere to start over with his girl. There's kind of a weird uh, tension between them. They pull into a hotel and you find out later on through the events that he's actually a fucking serial killer that's kidnapped these people, or this girl, and kept her in this trunk. Now, you only find this out because they get fucking jacked by these assholes carjacked and their stuff taken from them who these bad guys are robbers they're, they're like thieves and they pick on the wrong dude you picked the wrong one today marcy that's how you discover that and it's really one of those things that you're like you don't know who to root for but you i always oh, root for luke evans i root for luke evans i love orlando bloom it's got some cool death scenes in it it's got some decent like kills and setup kills it's got some cool like uh, gadgetry that they use to, the, to make the kills happen it's it, but it's very like anti-punisher anti-anti-hero so but I found question like I found myself questioning me like I was like what the fuck am I rooting for this guy for I have problems well they set it up so that like he's killing assholes he's not really killing anybody good he kills a couple good guys along the way but dude what well, makes a girl is drunk yeah I mean he's an asshole that's yeah. the way I keep a girl that's anymore <laughs> <laughs> but no dude Luke Evans is a fucking a Class A badass in this movie. Like, he makes the whole movie work because he's surrounded by lots of terrible B movie acting. Like, the worst guy in probably the whole movie is supposed to be the bad guy, bad guy, who's this dude who's a gang member. They look like Cobra Kai. They're all wearing the same shirts, and these rich people are on vacation and they're loading all their shit into a trailer when you meet them. Like, they're putting all their shit out of the house into this trailer, and then all of a sudden the family pulls up and the dad's like, what's this? And this fucking loose cannon guy on the scene's like, no, fuck that dog! And he pulls out a magnum and just shoots these people in the face, and you know it's a horror movie just because the way you see this family die. Basically, like, uh, the, 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 the guy you're talking about, the thug, 
is yeah. is a butthurt fan of Eminem. <laughs> and I love Eminem, but yeah, he's like the worst. But he would be the guy that was growing up with Marshall Mathers yeah. and then like hanging out with him, and then Eminem got smart and dropped him. He's like, son of a bitch, I'm still number one, dog. Don't forget about where you come from, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. I think one of my favorite death scenes that I saw in there um, was the, the main guy from Oz, and I can't remember his name. The main guy that played in the, in the Oz a TV series. He holds him among this fucking blender, and he starts like lowering him in. And he's a wood see, chipper. Yeah, I was a wood chipper. I call it a blender. You call it a wood yeah. chipper. Okay, tomato, tomato. Who am I? I don't know. A serial killer. Serial killer. Sweet Jesus, no. Uh, but he lowers him in and like shaves off half his face, and then and then he pulls his ear off. He's like, "Hello, hello, is anybody home?" Think McFly. Like he holds the ear up to the dude, trying to extract information from him. And uh, for, at this point, what happens is you find out, and that's a cool death scene is what I'm saying, it was a great death scene. What you find out is, is the robbers, the thieves, the, the, the wannabes, I mean, they're not really wannabes, they're just like a Nicola Dime show compared to this psychopathic serial killer have holed up with the girl that they got out of the trunk, the kidnapped girl, in this little cabin, and now he's stalking on Michael Myers style around the house with the strangers, and that's... That's where it gets really cool, I think. That's that's where it goes somewhere different, and I fucking dug the shit out of that. That's And how they built him up is what made it yeah. so cool, because when they find this girl in the trunk, she got on my fucking nerves, by the way. Her whole point of her character is to talk about what a badass Luke Evans is. And then you find out that he went to some, like, teen party and just fucking massacred a bunch of people. Yeah. So he's on the run, like, dust till dawn, but they show, like, the teenagers dead around everywhere, and the whole time she's just going, no, you have no idea, this guy's the biggest badass. You was fucking hype, man! How much do you get paid? <laughs> exactly. Damn! Dude. Oh, he's naughty with the blows, but not below the belt. But you know I had a doctor to hypnotize Andrew. And so now Andrew thinks that the testicles is above the belt rather than below. When you don't even know he's like a badass serial killer yet, like the way he talks, like he won't even raise his voice. He's like, oh, why'd you do that to me? I'm just, I gotta get this hotel. You don't understand, I'm just so weird. Why do you have to be so weird, Greg? I don't know, I'm just weird. I process emotions different than you. Yeah. <laughs> and he like, she walks out with like a towel and he's like, take it off. And then like he licks her scar and he's like, I'm so sorry. And when the scar does come into play later on, you find out basically what he does is he takes these girls, he kidnaps them, and then he basically makes them like Stockholm Syndrome. He makes them love him yeah. at some point. It's, it's all fucking mental torture. And by doing so, he, they become like attached to him. And that's what he was trying to do with the blonde girl is make her like his new... Uh, bride to be kind of girl. I don't know. And the, and the main girl in the movie at the very beginning is one. Of, I'm, I'm guessing a previous kidnap victim that has become like entangled with him. Yeah. So that's a, that sets him up as a. But again, you don't know this. You just think I saw the scar and I thought maybe you know I, don't I thought know, he but, fucked like the maid or some shit. You know. Well, I thought I saw the scar on the girl. Yeah. Quick. I caught that bitch, dude. Mister fucking Miyagi. She is a little bit overdone. Steak crispy because it's like her lines that were delivered. It is. It's like the hype man syndrome. It's like, do you want to fucking get out of here? Would you like to have a fucking ice cream out of my butthole? What do you want? And it's like she keeps going. She keeps on insisting that he's a bad guy. It's like, I don't think they they don't understand that he's a badass. Like, he's killed half their fucking crew already. Or two, and, and the big one. He took out Oscar quick. This big fucking guy. And like and the way that he got like in like infiltrated their little facility was badass. Like, he... I've never seen that before. He, like, went in and wore him, like, a man suit. And, like, fucking... Oh, yeah. Damn! It's kind of dumb. It's kind of fucking stupid, but there's a little part it of it. It's, it there's a stupid 12-year-old kid inside of you that's, like... That's kind of fucking cool.
motherfucker's not. He did not. Uh, Return of the Jedi put himself inside of this motherfucker. Yeah, the Tauntaun. <laughs> he crawled inside of this motherfucker, and Luke Evans crawls out, and you're like, this is corny as fuck. But then Luke Evans looks you in the eye, like covered in blood. I got lost. Breathing deeply, and you get lost in his eyes, and you're like, it's kind of fucking cool. It's like, it's like uh, I don't know, Burt Reynolds was staring at me. <laughs> I couldn't just say no. Like, uh, he's, he's so cool amongst the crazy shit they have him do that you can't help but root for him even though he's a sick fuck. There's one really screwed up part. It's not like nasty or anything. It just shows you the depths of the insanity that Luke Evans is. He's training the blonde girl. She, he keeps her in like this dungeon area and tells her that, you know, how to, how to stop the bleeding if you cut your jugular. And he cuts himself to make her like save him because he says if I die then no one will know you're down here and what are you going to do and then she has to save him and then he stands up and like you saved my life or whatever and she said well, I couldn't find a key or whatever he's like the door was never locked no you love me you love me bye <laughs> I just want you to have my children that's like that point when you're trying to argue with your girl and nothing's working so you do something extreme like hit your head like against the wall you're like Dude, fuck, what do you want me to do I fucking hit my head what do you want me to do I'm paying for your fucking bills is that not good enough for you Sheila one of the most random things that happened is the daughter of the main gangster guy and 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 the guy's uh, main squeeze, the, the gangster squeeze, they get into like a fight and out of nowhere, like, come at me, bitch! And then they like fucking roll on the table and, and it, it looks like a WWE. Yeah, and the Eminem guy's like, woo! <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is that? When did that come out? What happened? Yeah. Did I order pizza? I don't remember. It's got a touch of Rob Zombie syndrome and that sometimes it can't contain yeah. itself. So these girls start fighting and you get a 10 minute, uh, uh, like, a cat fight. Like, they're pulling at each other's hair and screaming, bitching at each other. And you're like, I don't even understand why. But, uh, like, it's it's got that to it. But at the same time, dude, there's, like, Luke Evans fucking just saves the movie. Yeah. I can't say that enough. He's so cool. I want a sequel. I want someone else to direct a sequel, like a yeah. better written sequel, with him being the serial killer. It's a lot like The Guest. With Dan Stevens. He does feel like the guest. It's got well. that in it because he's just so fucking cool. But the guest is by far superior as far as as, as a whole movie. Yeah. yeah, but oh, that's that's the question of the day though. If you've well, seen this, well, Dan me... Stevens and the guest, or Luke Evans and No One Lives, who wins? I gotta go with Dan Stevens. Well, I mean, I, as far as like if they yeah. were gonna fight, Luke Evans. Yeah. I mean, Luke Evans just got Luke Evans is more, I think, psychopathic than even Dan Stevens is. Dan Stevens is awesome, but I don't think he could take it. But Dan Stevens has been like he couldn't take it. He's Stevens. almost robotic, you know. Yeah. So I think well, I'm, he'd be robotically dead. I, I pick, I pick um, Dan Stevens. It'd be like it's to me. It's kind of like James Bond versus Jason Bourne in a way because yeah. they're both in the same kind of field. Uh, it's it's a work related thing, uh, but who's better in bed, right? Who's better in bed? That's what we all know. It's got one of those cool ass endings, kind of like uh, Smoke and Aces had, like just a really badass soundtrack. And what it is basically is he's killed everybody. Luke Evans has finally killed everybody. He let the girl go, the blonde haired girl, and he takes out the tracker that he had in her. Uh, and actually, it's like that scar on her belly. It's it's a, like a little bug that he put in there, not like an actual bug, you know, like a tracking bug. Takes it out, lets her go free. And you know she goes to the hospital, but there was one other survivor, and he was one of the, the other like the young asshole. Damn, he wasn't a looking motherfucker. He wasn't an asshole. He was just like a I don't know naive kid that was caught up in something he shouldn't have been caught up with, and he was a survivor in the hospital. Luke Evans goes in there dressed as a doctor, and it was cool. I mean, he takes the clipboard, he comes in there, the guy's recovering from his wounds, puts it to his neck, the clipboard. He says, "No one lives," and like fucking almost decapitates his ass with the clipboard. But he whispers it in the coolest way. He's like, "No." <laughs> the fire kills him. You are the weakest link. It really is a badass ending to like yeah. a fucking. And it then, smells like Teen Spirit rock and roll movie. Yeah, and then he's walking out slow mo, and and that music comes on, and it's bad, and it's like no cares, no fucks are given. It's so badass, and then he sees the girl being brought in the paramedic, kind of the ghost ship ending, 
and he like rubs her arm and walks on his way. It, it, it was done for the way. Kind of like uh, Kevin Spacey in, in The Usual Suspect. Yeah. When he gets rid of the limp, and he's, it's just it's fucking amazing the way they, they wrap it up at the end. It's it's an action movie, but it's got horror roots to it. Like, at one point, he takes a dude's face, he takes the Danny Zuko-looking motherfucker, puts his face in the car while his girlfriend's trying to start it, and, like, revs it up. It's 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 Michael Myers mixed with the guest, mixed with just the shitty fucking WWE, like, fucking gasoline, Metallica, the Garage albums. Fuel. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's, 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 it's badass, it's kind of corny, but it's still, it's a, it's a good horror movie, man. Like, it's fun to fucking watch. So I give it a seven. A bit, all of its fucking flaws, just because Luke Evans is so badass and they do certain things so well, it's a seven. I'm gonna give it a seven point five. I agree with most of the parts, points what you made. The only thing I like the best about it, like I think that ties it all together for me, is the very end. I think it really summarizes exactly what Luke Evans was supposed to be and what it's all about. It's about his, the depths of his depravity and what he can do. So I mean. At the end of the day, it's a popcorn flick. I mean, I wouldn't even put it not necessarily in the horror. I mean, it does feel horrorish at times, but almost a suspense thriller, kind of like The Guest. I mean, The Guest can be listed as horror, but it's more of a suspense thriller. Yeah. Still great. Uh, it's one of those movies that a sequel could easily be better than, yeah. the, than the first movie. Like, if someone just really took this and made it serious, like, took itself really serious and got some better actors to surround Luke Evans and made a cool I don't story. Know, but I don't know how you would title it. No One Lives Again. <laughs> one Lived. Definitely. No One Lived but one. Seriously. No, no, seriously, nobody fucking This does. is the end. <laughs> Comment down below, let us know. Mars Loriano, thank you, dude. If you guys want to get a movie reviewed by us in the Patreon, click the link down below. It's in our description box. We love your fucking faces, and if you do the channel, click that subscribe button and get some goddamn way up in you. No one subscribes. That sucks. We watched a movie. Yeah. We watched a movie. We watched it. We watched the movie. Yeah. You know what? We did review. We watched the movie. Uh huh. We watched the movie. With the new iPhone SE for less than a hundred bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming. Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details.